Hey there, this is Dennis Anyone with Dennis Hensley. It's a podcast about making things up and making things happen. I love to talk to creative types about how they do their thing, why they do their thing, where and how, and how they keep it going. Today I have three guests for the price of one. Um, it's the holiday season, and one of my favorite holiday traditions in L.A. is a stage comedy called Bob's Holiday Office Party. It's been running for almost 25 years, I think, and I started seeing it probably like 10 or 15 years ago. Uh, I feel like I go every year. It always makes me laugh and howl with laughter, and a couple of years ago I had three of the main men that are involved in the show, the creators of the show, and uh, this... this uh, And today, I'm bringing the ladies. So my guests are Melissa Denton, Miley Flanagan, and Andrea Hutchman. They are three actresses who have been in this show for decades, and uh, they're all hilarious in their different parts. And so we got them all together at Andrea's house in Silver Lake for a really fun, rollicking conversation. It's uh, December 5th as I record this, and the show opens tonight and I think it runs almost to the holidays, to Christmas. Uh, you can learn about it at bobsofficeparty.com. But before we get to the interview, uh, I want to mention You Don't Know My Life, the party game I co-created with my friend Jeb Havens. Um, as I think I mentioned on the last podcast, I'm sure I do, because I just tell strangers uh, through the drive through at Burger King, I'll tell them. We got mentioned in the New York Times, so we immediately sold on on Amazon. We shipped them our last few boxes of games. They just went up. A day or so ago, and then our next shipment of a thousand games arrived today. So I just sent 10 boxes or 12 boxes to Amazon. So the point is, if you want to get the game and you haven't gotten it yet, Amazon will have it in time for the holidays. And go to youdon'tknowmylife.com to, uh, to, to read about it and get the link to Amazon, or just search for it on Amazon. The point is, we're going to save Christmas again, and uh, this time we've got the New York Times to little put on our little ads and stuff. So that's very exciting. Um, all right, that's enough plugs. On with the interview. Here are Miley Flanagan, Melissa Denton, and Andrea Hutchman from Bob's Holiday Office Party. Hey there, I'm coming to you from the beautiful Silver Lake home of Andrea Hutchman. She's one of three guests I have here, along with Melissa Denton and Miley Flanagan, a, recur a recurring uh, champion to the podcast. We've done That's it before. Right. Yay. They are three of the actors in one of my favorite holiday traditions, Bob's Holiday Office Party, the play, hey. <laughs> opening tonight. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Our 24th year. 24th year. I can't remember when I started coming. I do know that I've seen it at least 10 times. At least. Aww. I've seen it in different <laughs> venues yes. across the city. I think you started yeah. coming 20 posts. years ago. Yeah, probably 20 years ago. Yeah. And uh, it's now at the Atwater Village Theater. And uh, I've watched different people come in and out. But um, listening to you guys as we were doing the sound check, you were talking about things that people might be bothered by. And that's what I was thinking about in terms of Bob is like how the culture has changed. And like oh. the joke that was hilarious 15, 20 years ago, maybe yeah. not. and. What's cool about it is that it's always evolving, but um, why don't we start by just somebody telling a little synopsis of what the show's about. It's a, it's a holiday office party in the insurance office of Bob Finhead in Nuderberg, Iowa. Nice. Now, that's the voice of Andrea, listeners, yes, so you yeah. can keep people Which uh, sounds really boring. <laughs> My on voice. paper. Right. No, no, no. <laughs> Not your voice. I, on paper. I know, I know. But it's an office party that spirals out of control. Mm -hmm. and one of the things I was... Very also, dark and funny. Yeah. And one of the things I was thinking about as I was driving here is it's the kind of show that isn't glamorous at all. So you can play this role until you're 100. 
Dude. Yeah, well, I have. <laughs> I am a hybrid. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's very, like, the small town, regular people. It's not like, oh, who's going to be our young buck or our, you know, they're like... They're, we, we've had to yeah. change the script. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been from... Because uh, we've known each other in the show. You know, we grew up with each other. Right. And so when it was first written, it was during, like, our... We were in our... 20s and um so it was like you know 10 years ago when we were in high school or 20 in you know now we're like 30 years ago now we're 35 years uh, ago you know yeah. people are i did this show pregnant twice oh, oh that's right and was it written into the scripts no it was never mentioned and it's funny because my character is sort of romantically involved with one of the other characters and nobody mentioned it i was just this huge were you fully woman. showing yeah 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 my costume got tighter and tighter <laughs> Well, all of our costumes have got yeah. tired. Yeah. It's been 24 years. Now, the, the second voice you heard there, that voice you just heard is Miley Flanagan. Mm-hmm. And uh, Melissa, you're the uh, twin yes. of Miley. That's so right. tell us about your relationship, your characters' names, and their relationship. Uh, mine is Lavoris. Lavoris. Mine is LaDonna. And mm-hmm. you're twins. The Johnson. Yeah. Have the you Johnson. ever been triplets? Did I yes. dream that? Yes. No, no, we have. Yes. I felt like yes. we were triplets at one point. We did it as a gag yeah. the first time. Who was the triplet? Was that Luane? I think it was Luane. I think it was Good Luane. Luane. Good the name of the triplet? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. And we had Judy be a triplet. And one time... Cheryl I Hawker. Went, Cheryl Hawker was a triplet. Mary one Joe time Kielowitz. I went away and uh, when. I had to leave the show for a while to go back east, and I came as a surprise and snuck on stage one night. Yes, when when I came back and didn't tell the rest of the cast, we knew the girls knew, but but uh, Rob and Joe didn't know. So when we entered, we were triplets. triplets. They're like, okay, I guess we're going to go that direction. Yeah, exactly. Now, Melissa, your your twin relationship. You guys have a business together. Well, we're 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 bachelor farmers. (laughs) Bachelor farmers. Uh, Yeah, and uh, so we, you know, we uh, drive around in the combine and. and I think we're the rich. We are the richest, we are the richest farmers, farmers in, in the county. Right. In, in, in the county. Okay. How are the tariffs affecting? Oh, the we have to change the script. Now we get paid to not grow corn. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Before we used to grow corn. Now we get paid to <laughs> not, not grow corn. Now you guys say a lot of things at the same time, or mm-hmm. there's a rhythm, or you say it, and then you say it. Like how tricky was that to get or is it you've just been doing it so long that it just comes naturally did you ever work on that or was it just no no we've done it a long time yeah Yeah. it's weird now where it is so on point yeah it's like almost scientific yeah Yeah. (laughs) and also like we just kind of i don't know we just pick up on it and also it's we know every everyone knows every line of the show all of us all the old timers know all the lines of all the last night uh andrea stepped in for um marty who's like the local stoner now the stoner was like a young buck right right? and now it's like he's the 55 year old stoner (laughs) right right? Right. so things change but (laughs) last night like and david bauman who's also in the show he alternates with michael bonneville um he said how do you know all all marty's lines and we turned and we said, we know everybody's lines. Like, yeah. you know, that's the one thing about coming into the show as a new person. Is yeah, it's that, like, don't worry yeah. about don't it. Wor- we, we keep telling you, don't worry, because everyone knows all the lines. Yeah, everyone knows. I yeah. feel like I know some yeah, of them. Yeah, well, right. you do. I love this moment when Marty's, like, considering cleaning up his act and get, stopping drinking. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I probably won't. Yeah. Like, I yeah. That. Uh, At the end of the show. Yeah. I love the show. Every time I see that it's coming back, I get so excited. And my favorite thing about Margie is her rage. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, everything's perfect and nice and everything, and then there's this rage that comes out in certain lines. Do you know, it's funny, the, uh, the part has 
grown over the years. It used to be kind of um, just just sort of like the, I, I can't believe I'm saying ingenue part, but like she yeah, didn't really have too yeah. much to do. I mean, I'm an old ass ingenue. She, has, she owns the Nick Nack Nook, which is yeah. a yeah. Which a is a gift and candle store. shop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, I always imagine it smelling really strongly of fake cinnamon. Right? <laughs> yes. Um, but yes, uh, Margie used to be, we used to have this line that she was a, um, a, a germ-phobe. Right. So there were a couple of years when I came on with rubber gloves and I was cleaning everything all the right. time. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of gone. And now yeah, I just right. sort of, like, you know what, that was a lot of props to carry around. Right. You know, <laughs> Those gloves were killing me. Less is more. <laughs> but, um, and I got a lot of complaints of spraying Lysol from the audience. They were like, that's... And from us. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that. It's disgusting. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, so now it's just been sort of boiled down to these little outbursts of... Um, Anger. Yeah, I love it though. It comes from somewhere very deep. Well, right. In her, ex- in her past, in her marriage. Exactly. Yeah. When you do, you when that comes out, you kind of go, "What is going on?" Yeah, I think it's much more you interesting. Know? It's right. so interesting. That it's like somebody that's yeah. always tried to be perfect. Yes. And finally, the cracks show, and it's exhausting, and she's angry as <laughs> f. So it's mm-hmm. funny, funny. Do you know what's funny, though? I'm alternating. Uh, my alternate this year is Mary Shear. She's doing oh, yeah. some of the shows. I saw her in, in different shows as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and I watched her rehearse the other night, and she does it, did the part completely differently, I thought, to me. But it was so funny. And she was, uh, she came on angry, I think. Yeah. And she was sort of at a low boil. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Oh. She came in just, hot. She came in hot. And I thought, well, that's so interesting because my Margie is sort of like really happy to be at a party and is almost taken aback by shouting at people. Right. Exactly. So I thought, oh, maybe I should do like her. I don't know. No, no, no. It's fun to have everyone different, do a different interpretation. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that everybody in their own way does it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love it. It's, well, and it got, it, it keeps it keeps fresh. the show. Yeah, yeah, you know, after 24 years, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you guys are Trump supporters. The twins are. Oh, yes. Yeah. How yes. are they now? Where are they now on that? Oh, very, oh, very, so all in. very Trump. All in. All. In. So Joe and Rob always give us all the new lines. Yeah. Uh, you which guys always are the ones that yeah, have we, to update with the yeah, time. Exactly. Yeah. Which is you know as we get older exactly. and harder. Uh, so we get all the new political stuff, and yeah. it's it's sort of interspersed with the old stuff. Yeah. So for me, as I get older, I'm like, oh my god, it's hard to memorize lines. Oh, now. yeah, no. Um, <laughs> but we always include the latest political stuff, and I'll I'll say this: the hardest show we ever did was after the election. We had to do the show, and we opened it right after right. the election. That's right. And it was like the jokes were just. I mean, because reality, reality, yeah, yeah. 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 And so they had updated it, but we, it was really, I think we had a reading at Rob's house who plays Bob, Rob Elk. And, um, we were just, it was, it was awful. Kind of awful. People were bummed out, but they were, I think, really relieved to have something funny to see. No, I think we were bummed out, but I think the audience. I'm still bummed out. Yeah, well, of course. But I think (laughs) the audience was really, you're right. I think it was a relief for them that we would, and we'd make fun of the fact that, Right. There are these people out there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now it's a little more. Um, there's so much more to pick on with the Democrats. Yeah. yeah. You know, with the yeah. diversity of the field, and right. we, we address some of that. But yeah. But it's not really a political yeah. show. Well, he's, so he's, you're going to get to hear them for the first time. Yeah. Um, you guys bring in snacks. You always cook and cater, and you know, yes, we do. There's a lot of Rubbermaid. Yes. <laughs> yep. yep. A lot of Rubbermaid. Uh, that never. We just invented all that. Cr- we just made all that stuff up. Right. right. And now it's like, oh, it, like it's in the script that we have to do stuff. <laughs> and we're like, you know, like five years ago, we thought it was funny if we entered with a Christmas tree full of snacks. 
snacks. Right. Oh, and now yeah. you've got to do it. And now we oh, have yeah. to do it every oh, year. Oh, yeah, the cheese she tins. Toothpicks. That's what happens. Yeah. You put something in and you're right. stuck. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, I love shows where you go in to watch it and the set looks one way. And then when you leave, it's a shit show. Oh, exactly. Oh, and this show delivers on that. I'm so glad I don't have to clean it up. We well, need to say a nice thing about our stage manager. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. right. Because it's disgusting. It's like a yes. beer-soaked. Yeah. Cheese ball-soaked. But it's like it's another character, you yeah. know, in yeah. the play. Because you hear people, there'll be times where it's like, what are the audience laughing at? And it's mm-hmm. like you're looking around. They're just watching beer go <laughs> yeah. down, roll down the table and across the stage. And they're, you know, and so they're just on that, you know. But there's also stuff where we don't know what's happening. Like, for years, I never knew what you and Joe were doing, dancing. I could never yeah. see it because right. I'm doing there's my a lot, own. A, it's a uh, circus. Dancing. Yeah, yeah. Or I didn't yeah. know. Like, there's a moment, which I don't want to give away too much, but where we all fall on the ground, and there's a whole bit where Margie, played by Andrea, and, you know, Marty, played by Mark Fyde or Cody, they're doing a whole thing around us, but we're laying on the ground face down. Right. So we have no idea what's (laughs) happening, and people are like, that's hilarious, and we're like, what? What's hilarious? Yeah. Because it's it's sort of, I describe it as more of a circus than a play. Yeah, it is. Where people, and you can see that it's like they're... Audience is watching different things at yeah. different moments and at different conversations. Yeah, exactly. Is the booze real ever? Yes, yes, yes. But not always. I not mean, always. like for instance, when I was pregnant, I had right. my special gin bottle. Right. That was water. It was not gin. It was water. And uh, but those beers are real. Yeah. 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 Warm Coors Light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get a sponsor in there. Yeah, yeah that's sure. a good idea. A nice Higher quality beer. Cooler. Um, there's a feeling of controlled chaos on there. Does it ever go too far or go off the rails? Or as performers, you have to kind of... Because a lot of times things that look like chaos are actually very thought through it's, and stuff like it's that. It's pretty I'm, orchestrated. It but is. Yeah. There have been a few moments where a glass is broken on stage. Yeah. Or I remember, I wiped out in the beer one year. Yeah, and a couple slips where it's a little dangerous, but... Um, it looks more dangerous than it is, but especially because we've been doing it so long, we're aware of where it is, or we've added weird things. Like we have a stack of towels on the set. Right. So when a whole can of beer spills, you know, at least Rob or Margie or somebody will like take the towels and put it and clean up the floor. Yeah. Uh, I never clean up the floor. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. But we we don't either. Let Mary (laughs) share. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. um, So you're doing... um, some double casting. That's interesting. It's because yeah. of scheduling yeah. conflicts. Yeah. People are busy. Yeah. When you hear that it's coming around again, it's Christmas time coming, or you get excited to do the show again, what does it mean to you to have been doing it for so long? Well, I think that it does become this holiday tradition for right. us and, and to get together. And, you know, there's always this, like, oh, the holidays. It's like, oh, because it is, you know, you got to get up in where it's everybody's warm. like, are you yeah. going to do a party? No, I'm doing a show. Yeah. But, you know. Um, you know what my favorite part is, though, of this whole thing is at the at the end of, like, your whole day, you get to go to the theater and sit backstage. And we sit back and we talk before the show. Mm-hmm. We're just hanging out in the ladies' dressing room. And that's my favorite part of the whole thing. Right. Because it's so... I can't be out Christmas shopping and I can't be doing some other thing i just i have to be here and right. plus we're in la and when we were younger we would see each other all the time but now we all have you know houses and lives and jobs and and so like it's it's like a month uh, well i've done christmas shows i don't know about you but i did it back in minneapolis so and you guys did too i've done christmas shows for like 30 
30, over 30 yeah. years. So my Christmas is always like Christmas shows, yeah. kind of. But, yeah, but now that I, like, I don't have a regular job, so it's like, oh, I get to go to a, I don't have a Christmas party at work. Right. Because there is no work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You know for sure that you're going to have these nights that are at least an 80, if not 100. You know what I mean? On the scale of fun, meaning contributing, mm-hmm. spirited. You know, and that's it's a and fun show. It's not yes. like we're doing the Crucible. Yeah. Right, right. My right. daughter just did. Well, and also, there's audience members that have been with oh us for God. years, I, and I it's know. their holiday. No. Yeah, exactly. And, and then but, but I know that I've got one festive holiday thing that's going to bring it. Right. Yeah. yeah we have we have um we have people that rent buses that are like an insurance company comes every year. And they rent like a bus or a party bus. They do it as their holiday. That party. is their holiday yeah. party. Yeah, we have a lot of those. I love that. Yeah, which yeah. is kind of wild. It, it's great. And then after the show, you know, they'll come up and we'll take pictures on the couch. And I mean, you really hear from audience like, "Thank you. This mm-hmm. is, you know, yeah. I, I got to laugh and let go, and it, you know, during the holiday season. So, you know, and but, we only horrify, you know, <laughs> two or three people a night. Oh One year, my daughter's seventh grade teacher showed up in the audience <laughs> oh my gosh. because she was at her husband's office holiday right. party and she's never looked at me the same since <laughs> really it's something shifted yeah something's different well, yeah the, the character that always makes me laugh so hard and yet I, it, it occurs differently now than it would have 10 years ago is is it brandy yeah yeah that comes in and the the, the local hooker yep the town, yeah. floozy. The town floozy, floozy and just goes for it and is trashed and horny and all of the rest of it so <laughs> Um, but but she's not here today at the table. Have yeah. any of you ever switched parts and played other parts in the show? I almost went mm-hmm. on as Margie one year. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was. I think it was the year where I wasn't doing it, and yeah. um, you were you were on a shoot or something. And so I was like, okay, I'll do it. So I I kind of I think I ran through the lines and I was ready to go. I bet you could do every single one but, of them without even trying. Yeah. I so could. you've never done. I've done Margie and I've done Brandy. You've done Margie. You did Brandy. Yes. Well, because Brandy has multiple parts, right? Brandy yeah. and Carol. Brandy, Brandy and Carol. They're twins, right. also. Oh, they're twins. I did not know that. It's I this that. pop. You know, this town has a lot of twins. <laughs> yeah, it does. So which one is the one that that is very skittish and a little Carol? Carol. She's Car- a little. Yes. She's the minister's wife. She's yeah, and she's a little bit. Um, Special, I guess. Yeah, yeah she's special. Yeah. She's yeah. a little special. I think yeah. she's being played a little differently this year. Uh, in rehearsal, it looked different. I thought that's really interesting. I know. She's more church wifey this year. Yeah. That that seems... Because there's times when you're like, is there something wrong with this? Like, <laughs> yeah. not wrong. Is oh, yeah. She oh, there's something wrong with her, way? yeah. Yeah but, yeah, but it's more... The answer is yes, Dennis. The answer yeah. is <laughs> But is, but, but is it environmental yes. and based on choices and belief system, or is it sort of neurological or, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. We don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. We don't think too much about that. No. Yeah. But uh, what, what was it like to play those parts? Well, it was... Uh, I remember, you know, it was like <clears throat> bringing on Brandy. It was like... Okay. Oh, right. Well, I'm going to, it's a little physical. It is. And you have to work with Joe and, um, very closely. You got to make out with him. Although we did as, uh, people, there is times that we're all making out. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) There's so much making out. It's so gross. A long time ago. Yeah. Now, how long have you guys all known each other? Some of you were talking about college. Miley and I met in 1985. Yeah. Probably. In college, we were in the same comedy group. In which college? Uh, Boston, Boston College. College. Nice. And then... And we met Melissa after... In 88. 
when we moved to Minneapolis. Did you meet you right away in 88? Yep. Yeah, right away. So you all knew each other long before L.A. Oh, we yeah, worked yeah. together in a lot of projects. Yeah. Wow. Way, way before Bob's. Yeah. 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 We've these, lived these together on and play. on. When we first yeah. moved out here, Miley and Melissa had written a play that actually I produced. And yes. Yeah. We did. Oh, cool. Um, what was it like? What was it about? Cabin Ooh. Pressure. It was. Uh, I like that. Yeah. It, actually, I think about. I think we could bring it back. We could bring it back. Yeah. It's it, about small time uh, airport employees um, in a small the, airport. They're the, the TSA. TSA. Right? They, they were the. It was kind of pre TSA. It was way before like, that. And, and it's like these people that are kind of losers that are. I mean, not no offense to anybody yeah. who's with TSA, but I know a lot of people that have gone to TSA because they can't get another job. Right. And this was pre. When TSA, it was just the airport right. losers. And right. they lived near the airport. Right. And they kind of lived together because they don't make any money. Yeah. And it's like, I and mean. They hung out with, and Melissa was Cindy, the yogurt girl from yep. the yogurt. <laughs> yep. yep. And you directed. <laughs> and she directed. How fun. I would love to see that show. It was really, oh, it was really funny. It was really just funny. Just last week, my daughter said, I have an idea for a show. Uh, what if you wrote it about a show about airport employees? Oh. And I was like, that's funny you say that. That show has that's been written. That's funny. I, you know, I think <laughs> we wrote it on your word process. Processor. Yes. I don't know if there's a script for it. So I know, and that's the problem. It may not exist. I think anymore. I have a exactly. script for it. We should. Is there, a, is there a video, a VHS somewhere you can transcribe? There, there probably, probably is. Now that's. Yeah. I will contribute to that Kickstarter. <laughs> not a lot. And not Mo, for the cheapest level. But, Mo Collins yeah. was in it, and and uh, that's kind yeah. of the, part of the reason why she got Mad TV. Yes. Because she got huge exposure. Yeah. And um, Mary Jo Peel was in it. Yep. And our costumes were, our assignment was to go yeah. out and find a blue pair of the most ill-fitting pants you could find. Yeah, we looked <laughs> completely <laughs> unattractive. <laughs> it was, yeah. I wore stirrup pants. Yeah. We were brave. We were very brave. And the setting time. was also that it was very humid oh, where we were. Yeah. So we all looked kind of glossy and sweaty. <laughs> yeah. And Mary Jo Peel played her part right. like she had hard contacts. It kind of bothered her eyes. <laughs> so at one point, someone, I remember saying to me, it was I've never heard that as a character choice. I've ripped yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> she came up, someone said to me, like, like what's wrong with Mary Jo's eyes? Yeah. I was like, she's acting. Yeah, it's a yeah. choice. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, that's so great that you guys have been able to like go through the 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 be in LA and go through the business part and stuff and have oh, your sort yeah. of core group of people that have nothing to do with the Hollywood thing. Yeah. What has it been like to have sort of your your tribe? I guess uh, as you try to make your way in LA, it made moving here so much oh, nicer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Could have been. I can't imagine moving no. here alone or no, in. because we we moved here. We all moved here to start to do a play. Right. The, the, yeah. the three of us. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was Bad Seed. We did Bad Seed for. We ran it like. I feel like I times. saw it. It was the yeah, original right. way back. It was the one that um, we did at the Tammy was Danny Schmidt. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. I saw it. Yeah. So we okay. all drove. I was living in Chicago at the time. These guys were in Minneapolis. And we drove here in 1996. We met you in Kansas. Yeah, we met in Wichita. (laughs) And we drove across the country together. And we did a play at the St. Genesius in West Hollywood. I love it. Yeah. And, And... People at that time, you know, agents would still go to theater yeah. and and it was like we were starting, people were like, yeah, I got an agent. And we all I three got we, the yeah, same agent. We were like, I guess I'm going to stay. I guess I'm going to stay. I'm going to stuff. That shit used to happen. Yeah. 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 I mean, I feel like it doesn't as much anymore I, in that I, way. I knew I was going to move here, but I didn't know that we would get agents and, right. and yeah. you know, I just... I, 
I, I knew I was moving here. I knew right. I was done with Minneapolis. Yeah. Right. We're um, still with that agent, by the way. Yeah, yeah we are still with the yeah. agency. That's so good. Yay, <laughs> KMR. Shout out to Alicia and Cindy. Yeah. <laughs> how, like, a show like Bob's, how much does it feel related to what you try to do is in your Hollywood careers or voiceovers or whatever? Does it feel like two separate worlds, or does it just feel like all part of the same performing world? Um, do you know what I mean? Do people? I think it's but- two separate. Like Bob's is its own little family. It's weirdness. But the thing is, it's such a cult hit that, like, you know, look, as we've grown, like Matt Groening comes to see the show every right. year. It feels like- you know, the producers of all the the Chuck Lorre. Those are our friends, but right. they all come every year. You know, right. and we don't know who's out there. Right. Yeah. You know, right. which is crazy. And we have these major Hollywood hitters that come to see the show and might come every year, even though we may not know them, but yeah. right. um, personally. But so that's weird. It's or, on the radar know. of the Hollywood people. The show. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. The comedy Hollywood. Yeah. 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 That doesn't mean that it's impacted us that much, but you know, <laughs> right. sometimes. Right. Have they talked about doing a movie? I'm sure. Oh, that, oh but, my oh, god! My god. Every, <laughs> you know, well, it's, it's just like every time somebody comes to the mismatch game, which I host with Miley, and they're yeah. like, "This should be a TV show," and I'm like. You know, call me when there's a fucking contract. Or yeah, I mean, it just feels like waiting for government. We, no, it exactly. We, we have been optioned so long. many times. Yeah. And yeah, Rob and Joe, to their credit, right. Right. Um, and it's just fallen through. And you know, there are instances where there's a big holiday movie with some big stars that looks a lot like our script right. uh, that happened yeah. a few years ago. Oh and, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah and I tried to watch it on an airplane. Just, was it bad? Yeah, it just felt really misguided or something like I, I didn't well that I wasn't in that guy was a big fan of Bob's office party. oh really, oh, really? yeah the guy that wrote I didn't it? Know that. yeah yeah oh yeah oh, okay that's another story um, I, I don't mean, know all the details stories about there yeah um the story of the plot of Bob's there's a real great story in it about Bob but it's a little melancholy ultimately mm-hmm. like it's a little mm-hmm. there's something poignant about the journey i think that's part of why it's successful it's it's emotional there's a real emotional core yeah definitely i think, um, I think we to to robin joe's credit they developed that and, and tried to make that a through line whereas before it really was just a crazy party but they tried to shape it so that there was some yeah. Well, the show started as fully improvised. Yes. And right. I, I wasn't in it at that time, but I went to see it. It, it was, was like hours a midnight long. show, oh. and it was like two and a half hours long. I remember we did it yeah. once, and it was three and a half hours until oh, finally. Oh, yes. Yeah, like, I think. Uh, like, how do we stop this? No Frank, intermission. By I think the way. Frank kind of said, "It's a blackout, <laughs> or it's a hurricane, or the no, building a, tornado, tornado, building blackout. collapsed." Blackout. I remember we have to break down the whole building. I remember when my wife said, I am never going to see this again. Yeah, she's Don't ask me anymore. Does does Lisa go still now or is she out? She goes about once. (laughs) She did the concessions for us, thankfully, for the last couple of years in box office. But then she couldn't do it because she's busy this year. But even then, I was like, Did you see the show? She's like, Nah, I didn't. She does come in like, she comes every year. Yeah. yeah. And we, there were times in theater, theater, when theater, theater was on. Kauai. Kauai. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a drama. There'd be oh my God. like, you know, three people in the audience and it was just not playing. If you can imagine that, I mean, you yeah. know, funny, it was just going in. It's like, oh, they're not. Oh, no. Well, that's because the actors would do their own little monologue and there wasn't a lot of interaction right. between the characters. I think. Yeah. When it was improv, all improv. There were nights when yeah, we had yeah. people in the cast that didn't show up. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I, no names, but, I yeah. mean, people that are very well known that yeah. were in the cast. It, it was just like, 
hey, is where were you? And they're like, oh, yeah, I didn't go. You know? And you guys just had to improv around them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then eventually that turned into a script, like what we see today. Right, yes. Yeah. 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 That's great. And it's been done in other places, which is, I always want to go see. Other people have done it? and like. Yeah. Could you stand it? I don't know if I could handle oh, watching it. I would it. love to see would it. I would love it. But yeah. I'd so probably weird. be sedated or something. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, all right. You guys pick some questions from yeah. the observation deck. Um, maybe one of you pick these, but everyone can weigh in if they have something fun okay. that they want to share. What's the coolest thing you ever got for free? I got a... Uh, I was at a convention for this cartoon character that I do called Naruto yeah. in New Zealand. And a big wolf of a man, giant man like Jason Momoa, came up to me. This is a story I tell at conventions all the time. But he, he eyed me across the room and I thought he's going to eat me or something. And I thought, oh, I need security. And he came up and he had this thatched thing in his hand. And uh, he, he said, I want to give this to you. And it was this thatched, palm thatched container and I opened it and inside was a poem and a hand carved Maori piece of jewelry and he said welcome to my country oh wow. that was the, I got beautiful. a little messy just thinking about that it was beautiful. it was amazing and I guess uh, I told that story and someone said I got one of those and then I found out like Michael Jordan has one and like yeah. you know he, he kind of does this thing. he's a local poet and artisan right wow. but, he's, but he but looks like a giant it's his thing it's not like everybody oh no yeah it's, one it's beautiful store yeah, I love where? that yeah. uh, earlier this week I interviewed an old friend of mine who does a lot of those conventions and I wonder if there's any overlap her character that she voices is Sailor Moon. Oh, who is it? Uh, Jennifer Sehe, and she does the singing voice. Oh, okay, yeah, right. they're all there, but I right. don't know her. But you know, you know her. Yeah, I'm with the Sailor people. Yeah, <laughs> that's so interesting. What is uh, Sailor Jupiter? Sailor, Sailor like everything. I like never that. watched the show. I know like right. fifty of them. I know the old Sailor Jupiter, the right. new one. Right, and there's a lot going on. Well, she was the, just the singing voice. She did a buyout situation like in the 90s mm -hmm. and then found out like five years ago that she's famous in this world oh, yeah. and started doing conventions. Yeah. And it's sort of been her main income. It's, it's oh, like, yeah. It's, it's kind I of I was crazy. gone four weekends out of four weekends last month. Wow. Yeah. Louisville, New York, Detroit, and Minneapolis. What an interesting mm. thing to have your career lead to. Yeah. To have this That's a whole world. different conversation. Yeah, but it's interesting. <laughs> There's some overlap there. Maybe this was one of the ones you picked. What's the most provocative image or inscription you've worn on a T-shirt? Oh, um, I remember uh, when I was like pre-teen, we, we visited uh, Cape Cod. And actually, where uh, we did shows uh, with these guys, and and uh, but I got a T-shirt, and I love this T-shirt, and I I don't know why I and I wore it all the time, and it turned out it was the triangle, it was a gay oh, really? pink triangle, right? And so I had that, and I am gay, and so but this is pre me, you know, Realizing knowing that, it. and I just was there was something that <laughs> I read later realizing, oh my god, I was walking around. <laughs> You were telling the, the world way before you thought you were telling the world. Exactly. Or yourself. Or, or myself. <laughs> I love it. But you were drawn to it. There's I was drawn to it, yeah. It. I yeah. love yeah. that. I yeah. love it. How old were you when you were rocking it? Yeah, I, I think I was probably 11 or... Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. We've gone to... Uh, uh, what's... Uh, Provincetown? Provincetown. P-Town. Yeah. I love got it. Got it there. All right. This one, you might have... Our cards got a little mixed up. Maybe somebody picked this. Any scars or tattoos with stories? Did anyone pick that? Um, no. No. I have a tattoo celebrating my 10th uh, anniversary. That's yeah. it. Not, That's not a big story. On what part of your body? Uh, on my shoulder. And when my mother saw it for the first time, 
I went swimming on Cape Cod, and <laughs> I went in a friend's pool. She said, oh, Lord, you don't have a tattoo, do you? <laughs> I was like, yeah, That's I do. exactly what I'll say to my daughters if they get tattoos. Yeah. And I really use that. Use that voice. Does Lisa have one as well? Yeah, we have matching I love it. I love it. Um, maybe this one's one that you picked because it would make sense. What's the worst thing that's ever gone wrong for you on stage? Oh, I one time fell off the front of a stage. <gasps> oh, my gosh. At, at the Tamarind. Um, oh, God. It was this show. And the playwright insisted on being there every night, which was fine. But he was holding on to the keys to the theater. So when we got there, we couldn't get in because he was, like, somewhere else. And so when we finally got into the theater, when he showed up, we barely had time to get ready. And I was all like, ah, trying to get ready for the show. And the audience came in, and I ran out to do one of my entrances, and I missed the front of the stage. I fell off it, did like a G.I. Joe roll, got back up. No. I was was wearing a dress, by the way. I got back, my leg was bleeding. Oh, Oh, wow. And I just continued. You just went on with the show? I was so adrenaline because I was so flipped out that everything was so late. What kind of show was it? Like a heavy drama or was it a comedy? No, it was like a a dark comedy. Yeah. I could have gotten away with it except for the bleeding leg. Yeah. (laughs) People watching the blood, talking about the beer running down the thing. Yeah. Imagine it's like blood. Oh, my God. It's crazy. Um, This one somebody might have picked. What's the most trouble you ever got in school? I got suspended in fifth grade for um, going off campus to the candy store with a really bad apple. She was a bad apple, this girl. And um, she was really, like, I had had moved from Bangkok to Germany, and I had never heard swear words, and she was just full of it. I think she was smoking at the time, probably. But I got suspended, but my parents were, like, away in Berlin or something. So I was staying with the vice principal's daughter, who was my friend. So I was suspended by the person that was I was staying with that weekend. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah. Awkward. Finally finish your dinner so I can suspend you. Yeah. <laughs> That's you, so good. I remember... Because uh, I was always talking, 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 uh, you know, and it would be... And, and back in the day where they... They would draw a circle on this mm-hmm. teacher would draw a circle on the chalkboard, and you had to go and put your nose oh. on really? you know, in, in the in the circle and just stand there just to be humiliated. <laughs> that would shame was a tool yeah. of discipline. That was something that people yeah. had. Yeah. Did you ever have to do that? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Did it stop you talking? No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Didn't work. Uh, this one, somebody might have picked this. What's something you're good at that might surprise people? Because, Melissa, you picked a stack, and did I just put them back No, there in? were some. No, there oh, were some, some of these. these. Yeah. Oh, they, okay, but, good. Uh, I used to be a semi-professional flamenco dancer. Really? That's fantastic. Yeah, you were great. It's a weird Ooh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Flamenco arms? Yeah. I love it. You always did the Silver Lake. Um, it was always Sunset Junction. Sunset yeah. Junction yeah. Festival, and it, it would be like 150 yeah. degrees. Oh God, it was always like nine. Yeah. The day degrees. of the the show was always that show. Yeah, because we'd be going at like two. Yeah, it was always like the height of the. Yeah, we'd all go see her. It'd be like melting, and you'd be in all these ruffles. And yeah, yeah. How fun! I love dancing. I used to be a dancer as well. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a cruise ship dancer. I was a cruise ship dancer. Thank you. Uh, like, I never did flamenco, but I love, I love, I've watched Dancing with the Stars. I love it. Dude, I know yeah. it's square. My, I, no. my mom used to watch Lawrence Welk when I was a kid, and I realized that Dancing with the Stars is my Lawrence Welk. Oh. It's, like, not too challenging. It's pretty colors and music. Who was your favorite? Uh, contestant or yeah. recent? 
Recently. last year. I wasn't in love with any of them, but I did love Lauren Elena, the country singer that mm. made the final, but then got eliminated. Like she was fourth. Who and won? Um, the Bachelorette, who was pretty good. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know Kate Flannery, so I watched. I loved watching a Kate. Few of those. I loved yeah. watching Kate. It was a big. She was pretty for good. Her. She did good. I've never yeah. seen. That yeah, show. yeah. Anyway, but uh, flamenco. So you do it. You do it. Yeah, and it's funny. I I hadn't done it in a long time, and I I just did a play last year, or yeah, last year. And um, I had a little flamenco bit in it. Yeah. And it was super random. It was in like a, it was supposed to be a floor show at a, at a yeah. nightclub. And I came out in my flamenco gear and every night people would laugh. The audience would laugh. And I'd be like, what the hell? No, I'm serious. <laughs> I really don't this. want to do this. It's a fucking art form. Exactly. It was like, really odd. It's not clogging. Not, yeah. You Maybe because it's just... It's unexpected or a big costume or I was wearing a Mae West wig that made me look like Har- Harpo Marx in my opinion. <laughs> um, maybe the combination of the whole maybe thing. Marge, maybe Margie <laughs> much. can have that as Oh, that'd be character. fun. Maybe she's <laughs> taking be... flamenco classes on YouTube. Well, like, there are like proud. nine pages where you could go back and change <laughs> and then just come back on. That's it's right. She's very she travels abroad, but I remember that. Like maybe square dancing. Yeah. Um, what's your most memorable Halloween costume? Did somebody pick that? See, a lot of these. I, got, I think I just mixed them all up. Uh, yeah. Uh, My I was husband and I once went as John Kennedy and Carolyn Bissett, like right after they drowned. Oh, that's wow. creepy. <laughs> that was, it was very poorly received. Yeah. Very poorly received. <laughs> were you... Were, Surprise! <laughs> yeah. Were you, like, them, like... With dirty, like ratted clothes from being in the ocean. Yeah. And stuff like oh they my god. As if no. they had survived. No, they were dead. We were dead. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Well, see. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can. I will. I have your back on this because I remember when that happened. My first novel had just come out. It's called Misadventures in the Two One Three, and that happened. And I actually thought, what if I went and threw it on the beach? And wrote to Carolyn, and maybe it was the last book she was reading. Oh my god! Think of the publicity. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm going to throw it on the Dear John and Carolyn. Oh my god. I treasure our friendship. I look forward to see you in Nantucket. Oh my god. I can't wait to, you're going to have, I don't know, I, I should. See you at the wedding? See you at the wedding. Yeah. Oh. oh. And then that would have been. I remember my yeah, friend had a. gone through the, through the roof with my that. My friend's brother uh, lived. Uh, Lived on the same dorm, dorm as John Kennedy, John F. Kennedy Jr. And uh, I guess he was a mot- notorious kind of mooch. Like, he never had any cash. Oh. Really? So, like, yeah. So, he, the guy loaned him 10 bucks, and John F. Kennedy wrote a check to him. And we're like, did you cash it? You know, because yeah. that check. And he's like, yeah, man, I needed the 10 bucks. <laughs> like, idiot. <laughs> and he also said that there were, there were girls that would just lay in the hall. Yeah, trying to trying to get to him, like oh, in the dorm. Really? Yeah, they would just. Was it, was, didn't he go to Harvard? He went to Brown, and also he, he went to so. he went. He was a DA with um, my friend Larry. You know Larry, oh, yeah, and from college, and uh, like he was in the DA's office at the same time as him. Remember the the post headline said the hunk flunks. Yes. And so I was yeah. like, so is he dumb? Larry's like, not the sharpest tool in the shed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, what he was, was he like? And he's like, he was, he was, he was like, he was John F. Kennedy Jr. Like, that was yeah. what he was. Yeah. yeah, all is forgiven. Yeah, yeah. 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 The, the check writing story, though, that's the thing. Sometimes people that are really well rich. They never have money. They never have money, and they don't, 
And you you don't say, hey, pay me the 10 bucks because I need that. You feel like an asshole. Right. Yeah. For, there was a period of time in there where I was friendly with Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. And um, one time I, I was going to go over there and I and I was like trying to be like a good, you know, good friend. And like, can I bring it? Do you need anything? Can I pick anything up or whatever? Yeah. And she actually got me, had me get laxatives from CVS. Oh, God. Oh, and I said, do you want the kind of this dual softener? She's like, no. Okay. All right. <laughs> no. The brakes on that. So I go get the stuff and I take it there, but you don't feel like going, well, that, that was thirteen seventy five. Yeah, and you're broke. You're broke. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like buying them, you know, laxatives. <laughs> and that's just how it goes. Oh, my God. That's a good story. I know, but you're feeling like you want to... Um, I actually, right around the time that this was... The New York Times was doing a feature about money, and a whole episode about money, and I told that little story about it. It's, it's like buying, you know, laxes for people and not getting paid back. Is it in um, the New York Times? It was. It was New York Times Magazine at the time. This was, really? Did she read it? I don't know if she did. I didn't say who it was, I don't think. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think I just said a well-known person. And she was great. I really, you know, it was. I'm happy to do it. But the, money's nothing to them. No. Right. And so yeah. the idea... It's like, like when you're with someone like that, and they're like, come to my wedding in... Or come to my birthday in... Cabo, right? You know, and you're like, really? Or, you know, let's go to the. Uh, my birthday's gonna be on a catamaran and wherever. And you're just like, like you know, yeah, you know, just <laughs> take time off. And I personally come. think that's the way of keeping the guest list small. Yeah, yeah, smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell people how they can come see Bob's Holiday Office Party. Yeah, go uh, to Bra- Water Village Theater. At Water Village Theater. Uh, Brown doing? paper tickets. There Brown go. paper tickets. And look for Bob's Holiday Office Party. Bob's Holiday Office Party. And all the information is there. We're alternating casts, but every cast is great. Yes. Yep. So, uh, and it's through December 22nd. Yes. And it's about 90 minutes. There's no intermission. And uh, come with a flask. And, yeah. yeah, come with some libation. Yeah. And, yeah. and you can, uh, you know, get dressed up in your holiday. Some people come uh, in yes. oh, sweaters. Do. People yeah. dress up in sweaters. It yeah. does have yeah. the Christmas spirit. In yeah. spite of yeah. all the irreverence, is something warm and fuzzy about it. And we also have two Monday night shows. Yeah. Which is kind of fun yeah. for people because, you know, this season, people are like, I have a holiday party, yeah. I have a holiday party. But they can't come on a Monday night. There's this trend in theater in L.A. of, like, not doing Friday nights but doing the, Mondays. Because Fridays are always really hard to get to for people. I yeah, because the traffic. Yeah. Yeah. Audiences tend to be kind of grumpy. Yeah. They're and over the, it. We've right. in this match game sometimes. Like, yeah. Audiences are always a better Friday. Yeah. And, and yeah. Sundays are great. Saturdays yeah. are great. But Fridays yeah. sometimes. Sometimes yeah. Yeah. hit and miss. Yep. Um, last question. What's a, For each of you, what's a favorite memory of doing the show? Something that happened during the show or after the show? Or what's like a Bob's memory that you cherish? There was one year we were doing double shows on Saturdays. And... The first show in this one day went really long so that we didn't have time for the dinner break. Right. And we were all starving. I don't know if you remember this. It's when Justin Tanner was Yes, directing. I remember. Yeah. And in the second show, he showed up with Taco Bell for everybody and walked on stage and said, Taco delivery. <laughs> yeah. And handed us all tacos and we fully ate them during the show. Yeah. It was a whole bag full of food. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it was great. That was, that was fun. I don't know. Uh... I I have I have two a funny one and a warm one a, a funny one was uh, we did it the Zephyr one year and it's hard to get to the bathroom oh god and I remember going once the twins are on stage they're on stage so they don't go off I think it was we were coming on stage and there was a woman <laughs> an audience member was crawling <laughs> <laughs> backstage <laughs> underneath the 
windows, and it was like, what are you doing? I have to get to the bathroom. <laughs> That's a, that's the thing about LA theater. It's like yeah. sometimes right. you yeah. do have to go through the yeah. set to get to the bathroom. Yeah, the old third stage. Everyone's yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's hilarious. What's yeah. the warm? And the warm one is is really it's uh, Miley and I are the twins just sitting on that couch when we come in, and Joe and Rob are there, and we're just sitting. We're doing our lines, but it just is. There's just something about looking at each other and just, you know, I, I there's, it's just feels like old home. Or, yeah, we're back. It's, yeah. it's here. Well, I described this last night to my wife, to my wife, Lisa, but I said Buzz was, Andrea was in the seats and we were watching, uh, we were all watching the other team go on, right? Right. So we're sitting there and uh, Melissa and I came off so Justin and Johanna could go on. And um, and rehearse their stuff. We we barely rehearse. By the way, we barely rehearse. <laughs> Just so you know, <laughs> it's a well-oiled machine that's not rehearsed. Yeah, exactly. Uh, at all. Some people don't. I don't think there are a couple people that are coming on that haven't rehearsed at all. But uh, which is I love. I think that's yeah, fantastic. Right. Yeah. Um, but and Buzz said to me, she goes, "It's like a fever dream." <laughs> And that's going like, to be the name of this podcast. <laughs> I always try to pull a little quote. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. thought, that's what it is. Because we, like, I, I realized last night, or two nights ago, we were rehearsing. Because, of course, we didn't rehearse last night. Why would we? Like, <laughs> but I had never even looked at the second. Like, I haven't looked past the page of our entrance and up to Joe comes in. And I didn't look at the rest of the script. I, yeah. I separated the pages. And I was like, eh, I got the rest. You know, yeah. or it'll come to me. Right. Um, which is sometimes in, inaccurate. But right. it always makes for a good time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and that's a, the same can be said of the show. So, thank you guys for always coming back and doing it and bringing such a thank gift you, to me and everyone else that comes to see it. So, thank you, Dennis. everyone should go see it, and uh, I hope you guys do it for years to come. And I'll be there. Thank right. you. Thank Bye. You. Bye. 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 Okay, we finished the initial podcast. We were just taking our picture, and Miley remembered something about the Bob's experience yeah. that I wanted to get on tape. So it was years and years and years ago, and we were at the old theater theater on Cuenca, which is now a Greyhound station, and um, Del Shores' shows, which were a sellout, were before us in theater theater. So we would gather in the parking lot beforehand and discuss what we were going to do in the improvised show then. And so I remember this night very distinctly. We were like, ah, 20 years from now, we'll all be still here doing this show, rehearsing in the parking lot, and now it's 24 years later, and we're kind of doing the same thing. Right, yeah. like, exactly. We are doing the same show. We do have a dressing room. We do have room. a dressing room, which is a yeah, plus. But the outfits are the same for the most part. <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> for the most part. But I have things like that in my life when I when I look back and I think, oh, someday I'll be too big for this, yeah. or whatever, or, right. or I, will have, I will be too busy and stuff like I've that. I've outgrown it. I'll, I'll have outgrown it, and, and, and I... At the time, I thought it would have been sad to think that I was still doing it. Yes, that's And now I think it's happy that I'm still doing yes. it. Yes. Now I think it's a wonderful thing that I'm still doing it. Yes. That's yeah. exactly that's, the yeah. feeling. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way to look yeah. At it. Right, right, right. Like, this is the thing. This is yeah. the thing. This is the thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's what it's about. I think that's yeah. also why people come back to our show. Yeah. Because yep. for them, especially a lot of people from L.A. aren't from L.A., and they come, and this is their Christmas little gathering if they don't go back. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. So... I don't know. It's their holiday tradition. Long may it rain. That's right. Bob's holiday after party. Okay, thanks. Thanks again to Melissa, Miley, and Andrea. Go see them in Bob's Holiday Office Party if you're in L.A. If you're not, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know. We tempt you with this delightful 
uh, morsel of a show and you can't even come. But anyway, you got to listen to them and they were delightful. All right, so this happened. It's um, award season starting to heat up, and so I get invited to screenings, sometimes with Q&A. So I've been to a few of those already. Um, I saw one with Greta Gerwig uh, for Little Women, where she was delightful. Uh, I saw one with Charlize Theron for Bombshell, which I was really into, and she's cool. Uh, But I just saw Richard Jewell, uh, the Clint Eastwood movie, The Day After Thanksgiving, and the screenwriter, Billy Ray, was questioned afterwards. And I really liked the movie. I, of course, remember the Atlanta bombing happening. I remember being in a diner with an actor I had interviewed, James Duvall, uh, when we got the news about the Atlanta bombing. For some reason, I remember that. Um, but anyway, the movie's really great. I liked it a lot. And I couldn't remember what ultimately happened with Jewel. But I do remember when it all happened and then they suspected that he was the guy but I didn't, I didn't remember the the fallout and the after aftermath of all of that so the movie was really uh, interesting and the lead guy was so great but anyway the Q&A with Billy Ray was great um, I know Billy a little bit he when the Fashion Police Writers Strike happened in 2013 he was on the board of the Writers Guild and he reached out to all of us and had us over to his house for pizza just to kind of hear what was going on and uh, we hung out a few times, him and his wife and his family. Like, they were just, he just showed real, uh, just sort of like, was a shoulder for us during that time, which I really appreciated. And he's a really talented writer and so prolific. He works so hard. But anyway, he did the Q&A afterwards, and he said that he'd written this script several years ago um, for some other creative team. It wasn't a Clint Eastwood movie yet. And then somehow Clint Eastwood came aboard and was into it. He met Clint Eastwood... Like, on a Thursday afternoon, uh, Clint gave him some notes. He went home that night and implemented the notes, sent the new draft back to Clint the next day, and then they were shooting a while later. He never went to set. It was like, he said, he goes, working with him was the easiest thing. Well, Clint Eastwood is almost 90, maybe. And so he doesn't, he might already be 90. I don't know. In other words, he doesn't have time for a lot of back and forth. (laughs) He's got to move. So, um... And another thing that that Billy said during the Q&A that really resonated for me, and if you're a writer, you might appreciate this as well. Um, When it comes to conceiving your movie, uh, you have to think about your lead character. And the the sentence that he said, he goes, "Um, what's broken about my lead character that only this movie can fix? And that really lit a light bulb for me because I, I had been working on this screenplay. I kind of put it aside for a while. And I think part of the problem or part of what I need to work on with it is those ideas right there, that, that, that lead character's sort of journey and stuff. But anyway, I thought that was kind of profound and cool. So um, that's enough for this week. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on Dennis Anyone. Bye!